Welcome to What Are You Sporting About podcast, a podcast about business, employment, sports, and entertainment to help educate, support, and guide you to your next level. Here's your host, attorney Savania DeBarros. Hello, hello, hello. It's Savani DeBarros, protector of athletes, and I'm so happy that you guys are joining me today for another episode of What Are You Sporting About? Listen, before I dive into the content for this week's episode, I want to make sure that you never miss an episode here. So go to your favorite podcasting platform. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast. What are you sporting about? So that you can always be alerted when we are going live with something new. So this week, I am going to be talking about five powerful lessons that I learned from watching the newest movie, Woman King. Now, if you have not seen this movie, especially if you are a woman, if you are a woman in business, you need to go and see this movie. All right. It is extremely empowering, inspirational. You got to go and see it. There's so many lessons. And to be honest with you, I really need to go back and watch this movie again just to make sure I got the lessons that were, you know, being put out there. So I want to just introduce myself to those who may be familiar with me, but have never heard me speak or seen me on any platform. So again, I'm Savani Burroughs, protector of athletes, but I also own a law firm called the S. L. Burroughs Law Firm. Now at my firm, I am an attorney for million dollar brands and I love representing my clients, especially my business owners and my athletes in business. So if you have not been aware of my law firm, check us out. You can go to slrawls.com. And you can see the things that we do to serve and protect our clients. But look, I've also been featured on multiple platforms in the media and the news like CWG and 9, ABC. I've been quoted in Forbes. I've been published in Authority Magazine and BuzzFeed and all kinds of stuff. And the good thing about that is I can share my passion and my love language, which is the law, with the people that I desire to work with, right? So I'm super excited about that. One thing I recognize, though, even as an attorney, as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, it is essential that we understand the mindsets that we are in. And this is one of the reasons why I know I needed to talk about these lessons that I learned from the Woman King, because, y'all, I think it really showed me how we can be so stuck sometimes just because we're constantly making moves that may not even make sense, right? I heard someone say before, you could be hustling backwards. And we may not think that we are, but when you put two and two together and you really realize or recognize, oh my gosh, I've been making those decisions because of this issue that I never dealt with, it's illuminating. It is extremely illuminating. And we are able to allow ourselves to become free when we recognize what is truly going on behind the scenes. So. If you are joining me here live, please talk to me. Talk to me. If you're listening to this later, let me know where you are listening from if you are at a computer and able to provide comments. But if you are watching or listening to this live, go ahead and drop a chat for me and let me know in the comments where you are listening from. If you are catching this on the replay, then let me know you're catching this on the replay. All right? So as promised, I want to talk about five powerful lessons that I learned from watching The Woman King. And if you have not seen this movie, 
first off, go and see it. But these lessons may also support you in your life. So I want to start off with being relentless. I think for women, and I can't speak for other, like other cultural, cultural and race of women, but I know for black women, in my mind, I'm like, we're super relentless. Just thinking about the history of the African-American woman and all the things that our forefathers have gone through, I know that we are relentless. We don't give up for any reason whatsoever. However, that notion of being relentless can also be a disservice to us if we don't recognize what we're being relentless for, right? If taking that idea of hustling backwards, if we're just really driving the metal to the pedal and not understanding why we're operating that way, not understanding that it could be holding us back from something, then you can be relentless, but is it really helping you to move forward in your life? So this was a quote in the movie said, relentlessly, we will fight. Now, Woman King is based on a true, true story of a female army in Africa. These women, so their tribes were, there was a lot of war and things that were happening back in, gosh, I want to say what, don't, don't quote me on this, guys. I want to say maybe what, 16, 1700s or whatever. But the men will always go to war. So out of necessity, these women began to train themselves because the men, they were, they were being killed in war. But they became one of the most revered armies. I mean, people truly respected them. And they were so strong. They were so skilled. And they made sure that they trained day in and day out, to be the best. So they're going into war. One of the quotes is, relentlessly, we will fight. We not only fight for today, but for the future. Sometimes women can be so relentless, they think that they're fighting for the future, but in fact, they're still living in survival mode. So if you didn't catch last week's episode on the cost of survival mode, I want you to go back and listen to that and then come back to this episode, right? Because when we recognize what we are truly fighting for, then we understand how that becomes an investment and somewhat like a sweat equity investment into the future. And not only our future, but the future that we leave for everybody else that is behind us, all right? So we not only fight for today, but for the future. And at one point, there is a statement that says, we are the spirit of victory. We can't get to victory until we recognize what we are fighting for, what we're fighting about. There are so many people, and if this is you, if this is you, then I hope that this helps you to move forward in your life. But there are so many people who have wars going on inside of them. And when there's a war going on inside of you, it's hard to recognize or decipher the fact of what you're fighting about in life, right? All the other things that you're supposed to be relentless about versus trying to quiet the noise on the inside. So once we realize, you know, recognize, are we relentlessly fighting for something that is of disservice to us or are we relentlessly fighting for something that will benefit us in our present 
in our future and those who we will also leave behind. But we also have to, we also have to, I'm trying to find the best way to articulate this because there are damaged people out there. And when I say damaged people out there, what I mean is there are people who have grown up and have hit 40s and 50, 60 years of age, but still are so tattered on the inside that it's impossible for them to move forward into a full life that they desire for themselves. All right. So now we are attacking the beast inside of a person. So if we think about us, why do we respond the way that we do to certain things? Why do we react the way that we do to certain things? Do we shut off when certain things happen? Are there trigger points that we have that we just won't address? Is there a beast inside of you? Like, what is that? What is that? What is that? Right? And so in Woman King, the Viola Davis played basically the leader of this tribe. And she said, the beast is me. At some point, she realized the beast is me, right? She said, I hid her away, but I'm going to free her now. Do you know sometimes we can't even operate within our full power because we're so busy hiding the pain and the hurt, all these things that make up the beasts of who we are on the inside that it clouds what we need to be doing. It clouds our judgment on things. It clouds the freedom that we we could have. It clouds the ability to be creative and to be strategic. And it even clouds the ability to love, to have empathy for other people. And she said, the beast is me. So I want you to ask yourself, what beast is on the inside of you that you have not yet addressed? Because that's important. And if you don't address it, you will never reach the level of success that you want. And don't get success confused with money because I'm not talking about money, but I'm talking about the quality of life that you want to have. You have to address the beast because we can live all day with all of that stuff crumbled on the inside of us. We can have all the money in the world, but our quality of life will be trash. So you have to address that issue. You have to address that issue. Now, here's the silver lining. Here's the silver lining. Because I talked about relentlessly fighting, but fighting backwards and doing that in the sense of really just kind of being in a survival state because there's still a beast inside. But here's the silver lining. When you deal with all of that, when you address that, now you can start really working towards what it is that you want because you recognize the beast. When you recognize the beast, now you're on the path to healing. You know what it is, you know what you need to do, and you know that healing is necessary and it's possible. It's necessary and it's possible. So here's one thing that that I thought about when I was watching this movie. There's a quote that said, there's one of the actors said, you survive because you're meant to be here. Let me tell you. Go back and, and watch last week's episode about the cause of survival mode. We survive some of the craziest things. And then we operate in our lives being in the very mindset of survival mode that keeps us from the ability of enjoying life. 
But when you recognize that you are meant to be here, you're meant to be in this spot. You're meant to be doing what you're doing. You're meant to have the creative thoughts that you have. You're meant to have the amazing family that you want. You're meant to have whatever your heart desires. But the only thing that could keep you from doing that is being stuck in this survival mode, being stuck inside of the beast that's that's on the inside of you, right? So when you recognize that, oh, okay, I am supposed to be here. This is where I'm meant to be. You're able to let your pain out and let it go, let it free, let it escape. Allow that person on the inside of you, that young person, that injured person, that person who felt like they'd been let down or ostracized or abandoned, whatever it may be, let them free. Let them free so you can breathe and you can have the best life that you need for you. Here's the thing about individuals who are hurt. And when I say this in a general sense, guys, like I'm talking about myself too. <laughs> Let's not get that twisted. I am definitely talking about Savannah Unibarros because there's a lot of growth that I've had to do. And I truly believe as human, we still have the ability, as long as we are living, we have the ability to continue to grow and to learn, right? And so you, but you have to choose that. You have to want that for yourself. So when you are ready and recognize these issues that have been holding you back and you are able and willing to let this go, let it out, let your, allow yourself to start to become something better and be molded into the person you know you are meant to be, right? Your best self, not saying you need to clone some type of identity, but to become your best self. You would then be able to let the pain from what other people have done to you, let it go. Because here is the worst thing ever, is holding yourself up into a ball of anger, not truly living life when the people who wronged you are absolutely living their best life. They are not worried about anything going on in your camp while you're mad for however many years, right? But all it's doing is it's ripping your body apart. It's ripping your relationships apart. And if you watch Woman King, you will see how the demons on the inside of her just kept her one from not really wanting to share and to be open with the person who was there for her, the person who went through some of the same horrible ordeal ordeals as she did, right? But she had to come to the notion of recognizing it's me. Like, I'm really my own problem. No matter, you know, someone hurting or damaging you, right? She had to recognize I took part in that because I shut, I shut this away. I shut this out. And when we shut it away and we shut things out, we shut off our healing and we shut off our growth. So yeah, you can ascend to a particular role. You can ascend to something great in life. But I truly believe there will always be a plateau unless you recognize the healing that you need and that you deserve. So let your beast go. Let your beast go. Okay. So recognize the beast in you and heal and be relentless to fight with the right strategy. So now when you recognize this and you know that you are fighting for something, something that's bigger and greater than you. You will not only just be fighting for today, but you will be fighting for the future. It's all about mindset. 
It is all about mindset. And I believe life is a series of mindset shifts. There will be things that will hurt us and you have every right to feel that hurt. The danger is when you stay stuck in that hurt. When you stay stuck in that hurt, you stay stuck in that survival mode because now it's doing things from a perspective of trying to avoid being pained or wronged, you know, again, that is going to have that same effect to you. So you you dare not to live out loud. You dare not to do a particular thing that's going to piss someone off, right? That's not a way to live. That is not a way to live. So when you cross that silver lining, now you're stepping into a phase of victory. There was a quote by one of the actors that said, we are the spirit of victory. And it is like, it struck me. It struck me so hard. When I think about the history of my people, and you can do the same by thinking about the history of yours, think about all of the things that have already been overcome. Why would you need to self-sabotage and put yourself into a makeshift pretty much situation that they were in? Your ancestors have already reached the victory. They've already been the spirit of victory for you. And the mere fact of you being here, the mere fact of you surviving, the mere fact of you recognizing that there's something that is troubling going on on the inside of you that you need to let out, you have already won. And with that mindset, you are going to be able to go so far in your life. Now, here's a mindset shift that truly came up on this film. And it came from this quote. So the mindset shift is believing, having the vision, having a vision that is unseen by other people. And sometimes as individuals, we have, in my opinion, like a twofold vision. We have a vision that is completely unseen, but we also have a vision that we can write to be plain. And the Bible even say, write the vision and make it plain. So if you are, you know, a religious person or you believe in God or, or your higher power, I truly believe that we have the innate ability to see things that aren't even spoken yet, to see things that are not even created yet, because God has granted us that power to be creators. He created us in this likeness of him. And so if God created heaven and the earth day and the night, and it never existed before, then we have the ability to also create something from nothing. So when you write the vision and make it plain, it doesn't mean that other people need to understand it. What's only important is that you understand your own vision, okay? And so in Woman King, the king of the nation of where they were, he was he was a bit upset with Viola Davis. I can't remember her character name on the film, but he was upset with her because she disobeyed him. She wanted to free her women who had been captured when they went to war, all right? And she came back with all of them. And he said, that's what makes you a good leader, seeing what others can't. There is power in our minds, our unity, all right? Sometimes being a leader means that you have to see the vision, set the vision, believe in the vision, 
but articulate the importance of the vision with the people who are around you, the people who trust you, the people who are going to follow you, but not even just for them to believe, like to follow the words that you're saying, but to understand the importance of it, to be able to speak the vision in a way that now they adopt that same vision, right? Those women could have said, girl, you are crazy. I am not going into war with you to free one or two people and our entire army could be completely dismantled. That's not what happened. That's not what happened. These women believed in her so much and she believed in her vision that it helped them to be successful. It helped them to be successful. And that's what made her a good leader. She knew that there were certain things that needed to be done. She could see the end result. If the king would agree to it, she knew that it would bless the nation. Right? And he said, that's what makes you a good leader. Seeing what others can't. There is power in our minds and our unity. And this is a part that I don't want you to forget. There's an African proverb that says, if you want to go fast, go alone. But if you want to go far, go together. There's a complete difference. It would seem as though a person who's going fast could go pretty far. But guess what? A person who goes fast is going to be by themselves. There's no one to pick them up. There's no one to offer additional water, for instance, if they were too thirsty. There's no one to offer any bread if they were hungry. There's no one to bounce ideas off of for a different route around something, right? And so one person by themselves going very fast will get tired. They will burn out. But the good thing about unity is when you have each other, you're there to pick each other up. You're there to see things that other people won't see. And that is the importance of vision. If I'm with my sister or my brother, and we're together trying to accomplish something and we're at each other's back. We have each other's, we have each other's back. We all see an angle. So my angle will be completely different from the next person's angle. That's the beauty of vision. We all have our own individual visions, but together we're able to see so much more and to accomplish more. And so if you are an individual that has been you know, really stuck in the space of thinking, I got to do this by myself or I got to do that by myself. Think about how it is costing you. Think about how it's costing you because when you can find the people who are unified in your vision, who can see the things that you can, who know the missteps that you're possibly going to make or are making, think about how much further you can, you can be in your life, in your business, right? And so if you want to go far, go together. And it matches up so well with this quote because there is power in our minds, in our unity, okay? Even the Bible say that our people perish by lack of knowledge. And so if, if we are not there for each other, we're not teaching each other what, what we need to know, we're not passing that information on to the future generation, we will repeat the same things. We will perish because we will be lacking the knowledge that we need to be great. Here is the last lesson that I learned from the movie. And let me say not last because I really need to watch this again. I'm sure there's going to be other things. But 
The fifth lesson is to trust your power. Trust your power. I know that some people may feel powerless and that's okay at a certain point. The goal is not to stay stuck there. Take from what I just stated, right? There are people out there who will support you and uplift you. Find unity somewhere because we all have innate power. Problem is we haven't all tapped into it, but we all have it. We all possess power. We have power. We have power to create. We have power to change. We have power. I mean, we have power to create lives. I mean, if that's not like a God-like power, I don't know what is, right? That's the ultimately God-like power. But there's a quote in the movie and one of the actors say, you are powerful more than you know. Don't give that power away. Let's go back to one of the lessons that I learned and was, was speaking to you guys about when we were talking about survival. One of the quotes had said, you survive because you're meant to be here. And as I was watching this, I said to myself, yeah, you know, people really need to let, let their pain go. They don't have to wallow in it. They don't have to live in it. You can feel it. Be in the moment for that. Let it, you know, do what needs to be done to get through that moment, but do not allow it to take over your entire life because the ones who hurt you or who you think hurt you are living their best lives. And here you are still stuck on something that happened however long ago. And so we really have to think about the pieces that are chipped away from us when we won't allow, when we won't let those, those, the beastly pain out of us because we're attaching it to a particular person. Every single time we chip away at our power. Every single time we chip away at our power, right? We don't feel like we're good enough. We're too tired. Or this person said that you weren't good enough. Or this person said that you didn't have the qualifications. Now you're mad about it. Or you were rejected on something. And, and you're like, oh, but I can't do it. Every single time you're chipping away at your power. Take your power back. Take your power back. You are meant to be here for a reason. And so it is so important to trust your own power. Trust your power. I truly believe that we are all here for a particular purpose. And we all possess power to be great, the power to be great. We all possess a particular gift to do something amazing that somebody else cannot do, right? So you have to trust and believe in yourself. It's not, your power should not be attached to somebody else. And based on what they say your capabilities are, your power is innately positioned on you and what God said you can do. Now, I didn't intend for this episode to turn into like a religious episode, but it is what it is. Like, that's what I believe. And I truly feel that it's necessary for us to go back to the genesis of really where our power where it, it comes from, right? So trust your power. And I'll sum up this episode with this. You are enough. You are enough. The way you are, with what you have, with the knowledge base that you have, with the gifts that you have, you are enough. You don't need magic. You don't need luck. You are enough. Be relentless 
with a strategy. Let out the beast pain that is on, on the inside of you. Take your power back and stop allowing circumstances or people to continue to chip away at your power, right? Believe in your vision. Don't throw your vision in the trash because someone is incapable of understanding it. Your vision is not for other people to truly understand. You were granted the gift to visualize something because it's your gift. And always know that even Jesus needed somebody, right? And that's where unity comes into play. We are always going to need someone, but find those who are on the same path, who believe in the vision, who wants to go far, but always, always believe in yourself and your power because you, you, I'm talking to you, you are enough. Guys, I'm Savannah Navarro, the protector of athletes, and I'm so happy that you joined me today for this episode. Five powerful lessons from Woman King. These lessons have truly impacted me on a, a soulful level, if I may say. And I hope that what I've shared with you today has truly impacted you to, be, to move from beyond a place of being stuck, from being bitter, from being hurt, from being confused, from feeling powerless, and moving you into a trajectory of knowing that you are doing something for a reason. You are living for a reason. You are powerful. You are enough by yourself. And you know that there are other people who will believe and share in your vision. If you have not subscribed to our episode, I want to invite you to go to your favorite podcasting platform right now and subscribe to What Are You Sporting, Pod what are you sporting About podcast so you never miss an episode. Until next time, guys, I will check you later. Ciao us this week on what are you sporting about podcast make sure to visit our website prosportlawyer.com where you can subscribe to the show in itunes stitcher or whatever your favorite platform is so you'll never miss a show and while you're at it if you found value in the show we'd appreciate a rating on itunes or iHeartRadio. or if you'd simply tell a friend about the show that would help us out too if you like the show you might want to check out our book what are you sporting about? Attorney Savania DeBarros is available for private consulting at sldebarros.com. And remember, we're here to educate, support, and guide you in your journey to success because we're all sporting about something.